0: friends welcome to trivia over tea the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia i am your host matthew cook and today is a very very special episode not only is it the final episode of the calendar year 2021 but our scorekeeper, carter zanke and i are going to do our now semi annual showdown and i'm very happy to say or perhaps not so happy we'll see how i'm feeling after after this episode uh, that my brother Mason has graciously agreed to be the questionnaire for this game. So I will hand it over to Mason, and he can he can run with it.
1: Fantastic. I'm Mason Cook. I wrote a good portion of these questions, and uh, today's scorekeeper obviously is not Carter Zenke, but rather my good friend Lucas Hauser.
2: Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Um, Hope to be um, one of the fairest scorekeepers we've had here on Trivia over T. All right.
1: So, Lucas, explain the rules for round one.
2: Sure. Round one is our first general knowledge round, consisting of five multiple choice questions for each player. In this round, correct questions are worth 10 points each.
1: All right. Carter, you're up first. Are you ready?
3: I am so ready.
1: Fantastic. So, question one. What is the longest river in Asia? A, the Yellow River, B, the Mekong River, or C, the Yangtze River?
3: I believe it's the Yangtze River.
1: That is correct. The Yangtze River is 3,915 miles... The Yellow River, 3,395 miles, and the Mekong, 2,703 miles. All right, question two. Which Greek philosopher created the famous allegory of the cave? A, Aristotle, B, Socrates, or C, Plato?
3: I believe that was Plato.
1: That was indeed correct. The allegory of the cave? Argues that the invisible world is the most intelligible and that the visible world is the least knowable and the most obscure. Situations where appearances may be deceiving are an example of Plato's Allegory of the Cave. 3. Which of these men is not an Eagle Scout? A. Michael Bloomberg, B. Bruce Springsteen, or C. Marion Barry?
3: Ooh. I'm
0: a little offended that uh, neither Carter nor I are options. For this <laughs> question.
3: Um, I I really hope. Well, I'm going to go with Bloomberg.
1: That is incorrect. It would indeed be Bruce Springsteen. Four. Which is the closest star to the sun? A, Proxima Centauri. B, Alpha Centauri. A. Or C, Alpha Centauri B?
3: Oh, no. Uh, I was listening for Alpha Centauri. Um, I'm going to go with A, because that's the first letter of the alphabet.
1: Ah. So is that Proxima (laughs) Centauri? Or Alpha Centauri A? Oh,
3: Alpha Centauri A. Yes, sorry.
1: You should have just stuck with A. Proxima (laughs) Centauri. Ah. And finally, five. Which landmark is the oldest? A, the Space Needle, B, the Sears Tower, or the Willis Tower, or C, the St. Louis Gateway Arch?
3: Ooh. Um, since it's the gateway to the west, and these things are kind of in the west, I might say that one came first, so the arch is my answer.
1: That is incorrect. It's the Space Needle. The Space mm-hmm. Needle was built in 1962 for the World's Fair. The Gateway Arch was 1967. The Sears Tower was 1974. All right, <laughs> Matthew, you're mm-hmm. up. Are you ready? Sure. So, question one: What is the longest river in Europe? A. The Rhine. B. The Danube. Or C. The Volga. C. The Volga. That is correct. By a Pretty swive margin. The Volga is 3,692 miles, the Danube 200, the 2,860 miles, excuse me, and the Rhine is a mere 760 miles. Question two. Who did ancient Roman orator Cicero refer to as the father of history? A. Thucydides, B. Herodotus, or C. Plutarch?
0: Hmm.
2: If
1: only I'd heard of any of those
0: people.
2: If you were an international um, relations major, Matthew, you would know this right away. Just saying. Exactly.
0: Well, um, alas, I was a music major,
1: so... And I knew this right away. Uh, I'm going to go with Plutarch. Uh, that's incorrect. Okay. It would be Herodotus, best known for writing the histories, a detailed account of the Greco-Persian Wars, and he read the entire work out loud to the assembled crowd at the Olympic Games in Olympia.
0: Mm, fun. Good. That sounds like a good time.
1: Three. Which of these famous directors was rejected by the USC film school? (laughs) A, Judd Apatow, B, George Lucas, or C, Steven Spielberg?
0: Well, this is interesting because Steven Spielberg has a building. I believe it's where actually the coffee bean and uh, um, tea leaf is located.
1: Um, I don't think it's Spielberg. I'm going to go with George Lucas. You should have gone with Spielberg. Okay. The most commercially successful director of all time, USC rejected Spielberg because of his mediocre grades, mm. so he, enver- or he enrolled at Long Beach. He eventually dropped out of that in 1969 to direct TV programs for Universal. He actually returned to Long Beach in 2002 to complete his BA in film and electronic media. Oh, good for him. Four. Which of the following is not a type of light? A. X-rays... B, Alpha Rays, or C, Microwaves? Um, I believe that Alpha
0: Rays are not a type of light. That is correct. They are
1: radiation.
0: Right, exactly. That's yeah. why I said it.
1: Five, which landmark is the oldest? A, the Brooklyn Bridge, B, the Statue of Liberty, or C, the Eiffel Tower?
0: Um, The Statue of Liberty was, I believe, 1887, somewhere in that time frame. Um, Eiffel Tower, the Brooklyn Bridge is much younger than that, so I'm disregarding that. Um, The Eiffel Tower, I have in my mind somewhere in the 1890s, so I'm going to say the Statue of Liberty.
1: Remind me to never ask you about Brooklyn history. It's the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, okay. The Brooklyn Bridge was built in 1883. The Statue of oh. Liberty was completed in 1886. The Eiffel Tower was completed in 1889.
0: Okay, so I so I had those two correct.
1: Yeah. You were just like a hundred years off of the Brooklyn Bridge.
0: Well, no, I did not say that I, I I did not give a year for the Brooklyn Bridge for the record. I had somewhere in the nineteen twenties in mind. So I was only about forty years
2: off. Ah.
1: Oh, well. Well, that's the end of round one. Lucas, would you like to give us a score update?
2: Yeah, at the end of round one, I have a tie. Matthew has 20 points and Carter has 20 points.
0: It's now time for our weekly audience question. If you'll recall last week, our question was, what famous fictional Christmas character was created by Robert L. May in 1939? as the main character of a children's book for the department store at Montgomery Ward? And the answer to that is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And Montgomery Ward had been giving away these coloring books. They'd usually been buying them from other people, but they decided in this year to make their own, and they asked Robert May to create a character as the central focus of this particular book. And May says he got the idea for the red nose one day when he was looking out of his window in downtown Chicago, and he saw the fog rolling in over Lake Michigan, and he said, quote, suddenly I had it, a nose, a bright red nose that would shine through fog like a spotlight. And so for this week's question, in recognition of the fact that John Madden passed away yesterday, Tuesday, December 28th, John Madden, the namesake of the popular video game, was a Hall of Fame NFL coach who won one Super Bowl in 1977 as the head coach of what team? So, send me your answers, and I'll announce the correct answer to that next week.
1: Now we're on to round two. Lucas, would you like to explain the rules?
2: Yeah, round two consists of five questions directed to each player on the same topic. Correct answers are worth 20 points. If a player gets a question wrong, their opponent will have the chance to give the correct answer for 10 points.
1: Now, I originally planned for the round two to, to about this year's Game Awards. However, I decided eh, I'm going to be a little bit nicer to the two of them.
0: Well, I, I laid out a ground rule for Mason when writing these <laughs> questions. I specifically said no video games. You can ask us about anything else. I said no video games.
2: And you see, he was tempted, but but he listened. So we uh, got to give him kudos for that.
1: Yes. Yes, that's fair. I, I have to. I have to give you may have kudos. put a pin in that listening for a little bit later. Anyway, uh, so Carter, your round two will be on file formats.
3: <laughs> I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> Are you ready?
3: Absolutely.
1: All right. So question <laughs> one. Wait, did we explain the rules? Yes. Okay, cool, cool. Just making sure. All right. Question one. The Camelot project would lay the groundwork for what file format developed by Adobe commonly used for scanned documents? The PDF. That is correct. Two. The most common format for images is what file type whose typical compression ratio is 10 to 1 and is utilized by most digital cameras?
3: Uh, The JPEG, JPG.
1: That is correct. Three, a famous dispute exists over the correct pronunciation of the name of what file format that stores a small series of frames.
3: Uh, that is the GIF. I'll refrain from uh, <laughs> stoking, putting fuel on the fire.
1: That is correct. And here at Trivio we will also refrain from putting fuel on the fire.
2: No official position, huh?
1: Okay, apparently. It's- Wow. I'm
0: pretty sure I've said it one way. I don't remember how I said it, but I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before on the show.
1: Hey, we can't alienate half the audience, okay? (laughs) That's true. All right, four. Most music scores written digitally are done in what file format?
3: Um, uh, can I ask a clarifying question? Yes. Is this before or after they're exported?
1: Um, both.
3: Okay, I would say MIDI files.
1: Oh, that's what um no okay Matthew
0: oh that sounded really good to me um I I I don't know um I'll just I'll just say M U S
1: no I was looking for a music XML ah okay okay great my apologies for that one Carter no yeah all right so five the dot S Z S file format. Is a common file type used for software made for what large Japanese company's game consoles?
3: Oh, no. Dot <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Made for what Japanese companies' game consoles? Yes. Uh, I'm going to say this is probably for Nintendo.
1: That is correct. <laughs> yeah. Mario Kart Wii is a dot SCS file. Mm-hmm.
3: I-, I knew this. So
1: is its <laughs> sequel, Mario Kart 8.
0: The one video game question that uh, that, that we could get right.
3: Can I just I love obscure file formats. That's like my jam. I know. It's great.
1: I know. But I saw the opportunity for that question. I had to take it. So, Matthew, your round two is about land legal oddities. That is, pieces of land that have very strange legal agreements around them. All right. Are you ready? Sure. Question one. The infamous Zone of Death is an uninhabited 50-square-mile portion of what famous U.S. National Park where, theoretically, it would be impossible to be prosecuted for any crimes committed there? Oh,
0: um, Yellowstone.
1: That's correct. It exists because the Federal District Court of Wyoming includes the entirety of Yellowstone, including the portions in Montana and Idaho, and... Because all crimes in national parks are prosecuted in federal courts, and a jury in a federal court must contain people who reside in both the state and the district where the crime was committed. And because the Idaho portion has no permanent population there, theoretically, you couldn't put a jury for any crime there.
0: Sounds like a good excuse to move to Idaho.
1: Let's go
2: launder some money out there.
0: Yeah. Sure.
2: Yeah. Hypothetically. Mm -hmm.
0: yes of course we we do not condone any any crimes on this podcast I
1: I think that um, (laughs) in researching for that question I could only find one court case that like actually this was brought up in but it was in the Montana portion of the park therefore they could make a jury Hmm. because that actually is like five people that live there
0: so they could make it five twelfths of a jury no alternates though
1: Yeah. alright so two burr to wheel a small uninhabited area located on the border of what two large african countries is the only area of land not officially claimed by a government on the planet can you um can you spell sure that b i r space t a w i l and you said it was how big very small it's like really small. It's only like a couple square miles okay. or something. I think it's like 10 square miles or something. So it's
0: not big enough to show up on a map or anything. It
1: actually, it is on a map. Okay. It does show up on a map.
0: You're looking for both to, for two countries? Two countries. Two large African countries. Correct. Uh, hmm. I'll go with Angola and Namibia. Wrong. Carter,
1: bounce back.
3: Um... I might refrain from saying two countries that I think are next to each other and actually aren't. So I I really have no idea. All
1: right, you pass? I pass. All right. Egypt and Sudan. The reason why the area is unclaimed is because both countries claim the Halabib Triangle, which is larger and far more valuable because it's on the coast and has like a resort city and stuff. And so both countries claim that they own the triangle and that the other one owns Berta Wheel, which has, like, nobody lives there, and yeah.
2: Yeah, a quick fact check, Mason. The, the area is about 800 square miles, and there okay. are no permanent residents.
1: So, about, you, so
0: a little under 30 by 30.
1: Yeah, pretty much. All right, so three. An agreement between the Boy Scouts of America and Ted Turner allows BSA to use the historic rich captains, which are, are located on Turner's land, for programs associated with what high adventure camp co-catered near Cimarron, New Mexico? Philmont. Okay, yes. Uh, but forbade him from building any You're asking permanent structures Eagle Scout on here, the land.
0: <laughs> right. Of course I'm going to know Philmont. Yeah. Not that I ever went to Philmont. C- yeah. Carter, did you ever go to Philmont? I didn't, no. Okay. You just went to Seabase. Uh,
3: yeah, and Northern Tier. I don't, did our? Oh, did you a... ever go to Philmont?
0: I did. Okay.
1: I never went to any of them. Hmm right your eagle scout yeah indeed I, I i believe lucas is the one non eagle scout on the call uh-oh. we've made a <laughs> that mistake. is correct oh dear but as a result of the agreement there are unlike the rest of the campgrounds there are no marked campsites in ted turner's land aside from rich capins and so you have to find your own campsite when you're there all right four tiptonville tennessee is the mailing address for what area of land Completely surrounded by Tennessee and Missouri, but it's actually an exclave oh, of the named oh. state's stake. Um, um, I know. Wait, between which which two states? They're completely surrounded by Tennessee and Missouri, but it's actually an exclave of the namesake state. Oh,
0: oh, 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 oh! I had the wrong one in mind. This is the Kentucky Bend. That's correct. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's the result of a vein error. When the boundary between kentucky and tennessee was originally being assessed the only way to access it is through tennessee route 22 which becomes kentucky route 313 once in the bend and fun fact i don't think there's a sign that says it's kentucky route 313 but if you look at a map it'll say kentucky route 313.
0: i think you're correct and I, i'm trying to remember because i've looked at this area on street view before there's there may there might be like a little sign that says, welcome to Tennessee, because there's there's a couple of there's another like a small road, I think, that goes in like the other side of it. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's hard to tell that you're actually back in Kentucky. Not that yeah. it really makes a difference. But
1: yeah, because yeah, there's like I think there's five people that live there <laughs> or something. Yeah, probably. Which is I wagering to bet not where most of the people in Kentucky live. All right. Question five. As a consequence of a rejected land purchase, a privately owned farm is located right in the middle of what largest airport in Japan? Um Oh. Um Narita. That's correct. Yeah. The Shito family turned down 1.7 million dollars from the Japanese government to buy them the land in the 1970s, and thus the airport was forced to be built around the farm. There's a great picture that shows the farm right in the middle of the runway and it has to do like this whole line right around in order to not be on the property Gotta this is it. actually the the uh, specific land agreement that inspired this entire category fun fact
0: oh fun fact
1: yeah so that's the end of round two Lucas would you like to give a score
2: update the score is all tied up we have Matthew with 100 points and Carter with 100 points entering round three here
1: Lucas, would you like to give the rules of round three?
2: Yeah, round three is our second general knowledge round. There will be five questions for each player and correct answers are now worth 30 points. Like in round two, if a player gets a question wrong, their opponent will have a chance to give the correct answer for 15 points.
1: All right, Carter, you're up first. Are you ready?
3: I'm absolutely ready.
1: Fantastic. Question one. The Baseball Hall of Fame inducted five former players in the inaugural class, including what Washington Senators pitcher?
3: Um, Washington Senators pitcher? Yes. Wow. I wish I knew a Washington Senators pitcher. Um, <laughs> I think in this case, you know, Babe Ruth is the quintessential um, Washington Senators pitcher. No,
1: Matthew, bounce back.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, Dad's going to be upset that I don't know this, but he I, will. I don't, I don't, I'm sure, I, I, um, pitcher. Are you going to tell me what year the inaugural class was? Uh, so I can at least narrow down my possibilities. No. <laughs> but at the same time, how many noble Washington senators are there? No, I know, I know, I know. Um, uh, gosh. The only name that's popping into my mind, and I don't think he ever played for the Senators, is Christy Mathewson.
1: Incorrect. It'd be Walter Johnson. Oh, oh, I should have known that. Yeah, he said he would get that. Shoot, I should have known that. You should have. All right, question two. For Carter, Leon Trotsky was forced to flee the USSR when Stalin ordered Trotsky's death. He eventually ended up in what country where he was famously assassinated with an ice pick in 1940?
3: Um, oh man, was this Germany?
1: Incorrect, Matthew Bounceback. Boy, um, I didn't know this. Uh, hmm, France. Mexico. Oh. Yeah, he was assassinated <laughs> in his Mexico City hotel room. You know, when an assassin took an ice pick straight to his head. He actually lived a day after that. So he died in agonizing pain. With or without the ice pick in his head? With. Hmm. Yeah. So, question three. One of the first notation softwares was SCORE, which runs on what famous operating system, which was the primary OS of most computers in the 80s and 90s?
3: Mm, the primary OS? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was called SCORE.
1: SCORE. It ran on what OS?
3: Uh, I'm going to say got to be Mac OS.
1: Incorrect. Matthew Batsback. Window, uh, Dell, I, I don't know. Nope, it's MS DOS. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So, four, Atlanta's infamous perimeter is I 285. This route also exists in North Carolina, beginning at Lexington and C and terminating in what city?
3: Oh, no. <laughs> uh, terminating in a certain city in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh,. Greensboro
1: incorrect Matthew bats back um
0: I don't remember where Lexington North Carolina is um well I see I don't th- I you said to 285 uh, mm-hmm I didn't know there was a 285 in North Carolina um Winston-salem
1: that's correct oh okay shoot ow all right Carter question five. On November 11th, 2021, Speedrunner Liam completed the first ever sub-130, 120-star speedrun of what 1996 Nintendo platformer that was also one of the first games to have a dynamic, controllable character and a full 360 degrees of motion?
3: <laughs> so a full 360 degrees, that makes me think it's a 3D game in 1996. Yep, um, It's a platformer um yeah. is this like the original mario kart
1: incorrect matthew bounce back uh mario party incorrect super mario 64.
3: yeah neither of these are platformers
1: dang yeah yeah i'll like say you both didn't name platformers well
0: i don't know what to tell you mason i did tell you not to give us any video game questions
1: anyway so
0: we're at
2: two so far <laughs>
0: <laughs> right uh, so for those I'm keeping
2: gonna... track at home.
0: Yes, thank you for that reminder.
1: So Matthew, your round three questions are next. Are you ready? Yes. Awesome. So, question one. The Baseball Hall of Fame inducted five former players as the inaugural class, including what Pittsburgh Pirates shortstop? Uh, Honus Wagner. That is correct. Two. After Stalin died in 1953, many of his victims' reputations were rehabilitating and many landmarks honoring Stalin were renamed by the Soviet Politburo. Most notably, the city of Stalingrad was given what new name that honored the river it is located on? Uh, Volgograd? That is correct. The city remains Volgograd to this day, though there are occasionally debates about renaming it Tsaritsyn, which was the pre-Soviet name it had until 1925. So, question three. In 2012, Steinberg hired the original developed team of Sibelius, which had been laid off by Sibelius' parent company, Avid, earlier that year, to develop what professional-level notation software, which features the automatic creation of instrumental parts and automatic score condensing? Finale? That is incorrect. Carter, back bounce back.
3: Oh, um, Steinberg. Is that your guess? No, 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 sorry. That's that's the name of the company that supposedly might have made this software. Um. I don't think they made this, but is it like logic?
1: That's incorrect. It would be Dorico. Dorico. I never heard of that one. Never heard. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Four. What industry starts in Sykes, Missouri, heading towards Champaign, Illinois, on the way to Chicago, and is proposed to be extended south to Little Rock, Arkansas? I 57. Correct. Five. In mid 2021, prominent modern crafty boss. Announced that he had created an online multiplayer mod for what Nintendo platformer, the most recent three D game to start a certain red plumber. Um Super Mario 3D World? That is incorrect. Carter bounce back.
3: Um I wish I knew the latest the name of the latest Super Mario game. Uh, it, Super Mario Uh
2: 3?
1: That's incorrect. It is Super Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. Should-
2: Question number three. Video game question three for those. Just, just just for posterity's sake here.
0: What what are we? One for three on
1: video game questions? Correct. Yeah. That wasn't a true video question. That was a file format question. So we're over for two.
0: As as
1: predicted. <laughs> okay. So that's the end of round three. Lucas, would you like to give a score update?
2: Yeah, at the end of round three, Matthew is um, he's pulled out Um, a pretty good lead for himself. He's at 205 points and Carter is at 100 points entering round four here.
1: Of course, still anyone's game though. So very much anyone's game. I'm not going to break 400 though. I was hoping to break 400 today. Ah, it's a shame.
0: Not with
2: Mason writing all these questions. No,
1: no, that that was never happening. (laughs) Round four. Next, Lucas, explain the rules.
2: Yeah, round four is our showdown. The two players will be asked to write down their answers to the same three questions. Correct answers here are now worth 40 points. So this the game could go either way, depending on how this round goes.
1: All right, uh, so both of you, are you both of you ready or? Yeah. Okay, so question one. On January 25th, 1996, Jonathan Larson died unexpected due to an aortic dissection. The day of the first performance of what successful musical that Larson wrote. Oh. All right, do both of you have answers? Yes. Sure. Well, I do. All right, Carter, what is your answer?
3: Um, is this... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I might say... Uh, I'm gonna say the musical he wrote called Hamilton.
1: <laughs> All right, Matthew, what is your answer? Um, I was thinking Rent. Rent is correct. Rent's original production would last for 12 years, closing on Broadway in 2008. Larson actually gave his first and only newspaper interview the evening of January 24th, and he died less than 10 hours later. It's a miracle that I got a Rent trivia question correct,
0: because I'm really not familiar with that musical other than 525,600
1: minutes. I know. Like, I included that question specifically because of that, yeah. but also because that's just a crazy thing Yep. about the musical anyway two In march 1547 the privy council of nward the sixth requested what famous noblewoman to move at a Bletchingley palace and move to Penhurst place <laughs> all right do both of you have an answer yeah carter what's your answer
3: uh princess elizabeth
0: matthew i'm gonna go with anne of cleves anne of
1: cleves is correct <laughs> <laughs> the move was done in an order for Thomas Carradine, the master of the Revels, to move into Bletchingly. And Euclides, the fourth wife and least important wife of Henry VIII. That is indeed also correct. Oh it doesn't get you any points, but, no. yeah, that's but, a factual statement. Yeah. Alright, so, question three. Which series has collectively won the most Game of the Year awards from the Game Awards? And remember, we're counting the both the original Spike TV game awards and the current iteration of the game awards. Which series? Series. Video game series. Alright, so do the two of you have answers? I have a guess. Sure. Carter?
3: Um the Super Mario Brothers series.
1: Matthew? Um, I thought Pokemon. You're both incorrect. In fact, neither of those have ever won Game of Year. The oh. answer is Grand Theft Auto. GTA. Mm. GTA San Andreas won in 2004, GTA 4 won in 2008, and GTA 5 won in 2013. And so now what was... does that
3: say about us? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, nothing good, I'm sure. So that's 0 for 4 on video game questions today. Well, no, 0 for 3. Oh, 0 for 3. 1, one for 4. 1, one for 4. 4.
2: If right. you count the file question, yeah. Yes, if we count that. Yeah.
1: All right. So... Uh that's the end of the game. Lucas,
2: final score. Yeah, the final score is Matthew 285 and Carter 100. All right. Well played both of you guys.
1: Yeah, so Matthew, it appears you're a winner. How do you feel? Um I f- I feel good uh that I
0: I am a little upset that I didn't get Walter Johnson. Um and uh, if I had I would have broken 300 which would have been good for me to do on my own show, but that's okay.
1: There's always there's always next June. Oh, of course. There's always another time. So that's it for today's episode of Trivia of the T. A A special thanks to Andrew Cook, Bob Malmy, and David Tobak for contributing questions.
0: Yes, and thank you to Mason Cook and Lucas Hauser for hosting today's episode, as well as to our usual scorekeeper, Carter Zanke, for agreeing to face off with me today. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. And check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Trivia Over Tea as well as our Twitter account at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us there if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. And tune in next week when we'll have our first episode of 2022 with two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. Thank you. We'll see you next week.